the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. FSRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Political and legal setback in the Keystone State. A federal judge dismisses the Trump presidential campaign's long-shot effort to block the certification of votes in Pennsylvania. The scathing order on Saturday rejects the Trump campaign's claims of widespread irregularities with mail-in ballots. This case was President Trump's best hope to affect the election results through the courts. However, the president's legal team says it'll appeal the judge's ruling. That is correspondent Andrew Stewart. Huge group of President Trump supporters making their presence felt in Wisconsin's partial election recount today in the Badger State's two biggest and most liberal counties. As the G20 is wrapping up, President Trump blasting the Paris Climate Accord. He tells world leaders it was designed to cripple the U.S. economy. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Democrat Chuck Schumer has his eye on the two Senate seats in Georgia. Now we take Georgia, and then we change the world. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be foggy with a high of 37 degrees. We're looking to pay a year's worth of tuition for any student of any age through Salem Career Hub, helping create affordable online pathways from education to job. You can enter once a day between now and January 5th at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, and analysts consider access.org. Number Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. 
And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three week quick start now discount it to only 1995 to see if it will work for you too i think it could give your body what it needs to heal itself go to relieffactor.com call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com are you responsible for a fleet of vehicles do you own a landscaping snow plowing hvac or service company if you answered yes you need to check out full service battery Full Service Battery is a local company that focuses on anything and everything battery. They understand how vital a battery can be in Minnesota's climate. See for yourself why Full Service Battery may be the best-kept secret in the Twin Cities. Huge inventory, expert advice, full service, everyday low pricing. Go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow It's 4 o'clock Sunday, and what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour, and I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. With you once again this week to talk politics, Israel, and the law. Every Sunday at 4 o'clock, replays actually at 6 o'clock. On uh, our sister station, Freedom 1570. So if you miss it at 4, you got to catch it at 6. And follow us on Facebook. We're live right now. Go. Pull out your laptop. Go to your desktop. Everyone's got it set up at home nowadays. I mean, heck, we're shut down. We're all at home. Go online. Follow us on Facebook. And uh, you can see the show live as we speak. This week on the radio show, The Victory Hour, we have Michelle Fishbach, Congresswoman from the 7th Congressional District, joining us in just a little bit. Uh, And it's going to be a very interesting discussion. Remember, the 7th Congressional District which is western Minnesota, reaching from the Canadian border all the way down, I believe, to the Iowa border. It may be one county short of the Iowa border, but I think it's all the way down to the Iowa border. And western Minnesota, one of the, you know, the largest congressional district 
uh, in the state, uh, huge district geographically, uh, was represented by Colin Peterson for 30 years. He was first elected in 1990. And uh, Michelle Fishbach comes along and defeats him, a 30-year incumbent. Not easy to do. We're going to talk a little bit about how she did it and uh, what she sees as the key agenda items for the Republicans uh, in the House. Republicans who I will talk about in just a few minutes are much closer to regaining the majority in the House of Representatives than before the November 3rd elections. So we're going to talk to Michelle Fishbach next week. We have just confirmed Congressman Jim Hagedorn will uh, be uh, on the show. Uh, the adjacent congressional district down in the, in the southern part of Minnesota, adjacent at least to the southern part of the 7th, is the first congressional district, Jim Hagedorn's district. And that was a battle royale. It uh, was even closer last time. Hagedorn increased his victory from last time against... Democratic opponent Feehan, and good win by Jim Hagedorn. So Jim is going to join us next week to talk about that victory here in Minnesota. And down the trail, we hope to have Jennifer Carnahan on the show, Republican Party chair, to talk about redistricting. Critical. For the next 10 years, critical. Uh, redistricting decisions coming up down the down the line and a little more about the Republican Party. We're also going to hear about uh, or hear from a regional director of the American Jewish Congress in the next few weeks regarding anti-Semitism in America. And uh, it is a real issue. It's getting worse Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about a recent study that was done. Over a 1,000 American non-Jews interviewed and about 1,300 American Jews interviewed in this poll uh, about anti-Semitism in America. That'll be coming down the pike uh, in the next several weeks into uh, December uh, as well. So... uh, Before we bring on uh, Michelle Fishbach, who I'm I'm really excited to have uh, as our guest today uh, on the show, I want to just give you a little bit of background now uh, as it relates to the House of Representatives. Give you the numbers, all right? So uh, just so we all know, and I I think most of you uh, do, as we have regular listeners, astute listeners, bright, smart listeners— Uh, understand that there are 435 members of the House of Representatives, 435 folks that we send to Washington who get to vote, who actually get to decide uh, on on important issues that affect all of us, including foreign policy issues, but but certainly domestic issues. So that's 218 to get the majority. You need 218. Well, right now, following the November 3rd election, uh, well, first— uh, before that election, 232 Dems there were. There were 198 Republicans. Uh, that's 430. So what about the other five? Well, there's one, there was one Libertarian, so that he voted generally with the Republicans. That's 199 to 232. And there were four vacant seats. All right, so there were 232 Dems. 
How does it sit now on uh, November 22nd after the November 3rd election? Well, there are 222 Dems uh, in terms of elections that have been called. There are uh, 208 Republicans. That's 430. What about the other five? And by the way, of the 208 Republicans, one has not been called. It's a runoff, but it's a runoff between two Republicans. So one of them is going to win. So that brings the number to 208 for Republicans, 222 for Democrats, five that still are too close to call, although one was just called by several sources. Two of the five are in California. Two of the five are in New York. That's four. And one is in Iowa. Of those five, Republicans lead in all five. All five. As I say, one has already been called, so now the Republicans are up to 209. And uh, there's still uh, one in uh, uh, California, last count, less than 450 votes separate Mike Garcia, the Republican, from his opponent. In New York, there are two races, Lee Zeldin's race. He's way ahead, but but only like 75% of the vote has been counted. Uh, he's Republican, Lee Zeldin, uh, uh, strong Republican. Uh, you see him on uh, news broadcasts quite often, Jewish Republican, big supporter of the state of Israel. He likely will return. That would bring the number to 210. Also in New York, there is a race uh, separated by less than 200 votes. And then in Iowa, there's a race separated by less than 50 votes. So there are three races that are really close. But assuming that uh, Lee Zeldin uh, pulls it out, that would move the Republicans to 210 with three races remaining. The Dems only at 222. Remember, it takes 218 to get the majority. So the Dems only have a margin of four on votes to vote in the majority. They have to hold together their coalition entirely. Will they be able to do it? Uh, and it would be amazing. The uh, the House Republicans, if Lee Zeldin holds on, uh, they are going to end up being, it appears, at or around plus 10 in this cycle. Wow. And uh, by the way, and I said it last week, Tom Emmer, head of, head of the NRCC, I mean, uh, excellent, excellent work by Tom Emmer. Uh, and uh, we had him on the show just uh, a few uh, weeks ago. And he was making the predictions that we see today. People thought, ah, he's just being overly optimistic. He nailed it. Uh, He absolutely nailed it. So when we come back from this break, we are going to be joined by Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach. And uh, we're going to talk about how she did it. A 30-year incumbent. She unseats. Now, admittedly, the 7th Congressional District, I believe, is the most Republican district held by a Democrat in the entire country. Uh, But, hey, a 30-year incumbent 
you, uh, that's just not easy. And by the way, that Democrat that held the seat, he's a blue dog Democrat, Colin Peterson, no question. He voted against Obamacare. He voted against the Iran deal. He even voted against impeachment of the president. Uh, So it was no easy feat to take him out. He fit that district, which is why he was there for so long. But Michelle Fishbach did it, and she did it handily. So we're going to talk to Michelle on the other side of this break. And there ain't no sunshine if you don't come back. So make sure you do. In the meantime, go to Parker DK. We'll be right back. Only darkness every day. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com.
We are back. It's the Victory Hour. This week with Bill Withers. That's right. Only the best in all the different genre of music here on the Victory Hour every Sunday. I know, I know, many of you tune in really only for the music and, and not for the brilliance, but hopefully you're going to get both. And today I know you will because we are joined now by Congresswoman uh, Michelle Fishbach, and I will tell you I am absolutely thrilled. From the time that we uh, first met, which was many months ago, uh, when I got a call to meet Michelle for breakfast, and we had a breakfast that went, I, I, it had to go for at least two hours, and it was just fantastic to hear her thoughts about what she would do if she were able to defeat 30-year incumbent Colin Peterson up in the 7th. She told me how she was going to do it, and sure enough, she absolutely did do it. Michelle Fishbach uh, was a Minnesota state senator, you probably all know, from 1996 through uh, 2018, and in fact was the first woman in Minnesota history to serve as president of the Minnesota State Senate. She also, interestingly, became, as you probably know, Lieutenant Governor uh, to Mark Dayton from May of 2018 to January of 2019. And now she is headed to the 117th Congress in Washington, D.C. after beating Colin Peterson, again, 30-year incumbent, by more than 13 points. Outstanding. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us on the Victory Hour. Well, thank you so much. And I will just comment. I tune in for the brilliance. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that very much. Uh, Listen, Michelle, I uh, again, I want to I want to congratulate you. People have taken a run at Colin many times and come up uh, short, oftentimes well short. And, uh, you know, you drummed him out. I mean, over 13 points. How did you do it up there in the uh, seventh? You told me you were going to, and you sure did. Well, and and that was the first step. We needed to make sure that people understood our vision and that they were on board with us. And I appreciate it. I enjoyed our breakfast, too. I thought it kind of was a more of a brunch because it went that long. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but, you know, we put together a strong plan. And, and the biggest thing I can say is, you know, we, we needed a strong candidate who knew how to win. And, and people can, you know, I, I got a call from Tom Emmer. I got a call from a people or from people in the seventh district and, and they were, you know, encouraging me to run. And then the big thing, we, we needed to raise the funds to make sure that we could get our message out because we had the message, but if nobody hears it, it's, it, it doesn't work. And so we needed to put together a strong, strong organization. You mentioned earlier how big the district is. You know, it, it does. It's, it is one county short of Iowa, but it is yeah. basically the western half of Minnesota. Yeah. So we had to have the bodies on the ground and put together a strong organization so that we had, you know, a, a north plan, a central plan and a southern plan and um, and make sure that we're getting all that done um, all simultaneously. And we were able to do that and and uh, and then get that message out and make sure that people understood that Colin Peterson was enabling Nancy Pelosi right. and the radical left agenda. Right. And so that's 
So it was lots of hard work and lots of uh, lots of uh, raising funds to make sure we could get that message out. And that's how we ended up doing it. <laughs> well, absolutely beautiful. You know, it, it can't be uh, overstated. This district is over, I believe, 400 miles long from north to south alone. And mm-hmm. in order to connect with people in your you know district of, of a geographic size like that, having a plan north, central, and south, because folks are different. They're looking at different things in, in, in such a broad geographic span. You can't just have one message. What were the key policy issues that you talked about that you think really resonated, other than the well, Pelosi you know, it, issue? Well, and I'll tell you, we heard a lot about the economy. Yeah. And we heard a lot about people because of the, you know, we'd had those we and, and we're going back into them now with the wall shut down. Yeah. And people were talking a lot about getting that economy going again. And and I believe they believe the Republicans and they, well, they know that the Republicans are the ones that are able to get that going again. And um, and so they had a lot of faith in Trump, too, because he had the economy going beforehand. And they wanted him to um, to continue that. Actually, he won the seventh district by sixty three percent this year, um, and by thirty points four years ago. But that was that was a lot of what people were talking about. Is that economy? You know, they're talking about ag, they're talking about the economy, but they're also talking about strong rural communities. Because in order to support that that ag industry, you got to have got to have the workforce you got to have uh communities that will welcome the workforce that will have housing for them that will have education and health care and all of the things that someone looks for when they move to um, move to a community so those are some of the things that people are really talking about that and i will tell you and you probably heard this a lot law enforcement you know law and order yeah. people are talking about that a lot because we all were living through all the garbage that was going on in the in the cities and they were wanting to make sure that that wasn't going to come to rural minnesota too so we heard a lot about those two things over the on the campaign trail what are your i i'd love to hear your comments uh regarding uh covid how it has hit the seventh how the governor has dealt with it in uh, either a positive or a negative way, I'm you know I'm I'm pretty critical of him, and and I think whenever he says uh, uh, I'm following the science, that's when you really got to get nervous because he's not following the science. Yeah, and and I am um, extremely critical of the way he is handling it because he, he particularly in the in when you're talking about rural Minnesota, yeah. he puts this one size fits all. Yeah shut down on on all of Minnesota, and it's very difficult for the folks in rural Minnesota. Um, I'm not saying that it's easy in the Twin Cities, but, you know, you have you have the Targets, you have the Walmarts, uh, very convenient. We don't have that in rural Minnesota, and so when you start to shut down these small, uh, you know, small businesses and, and Main Street businesses, it really hurts rural Minnesota, and it is killing businesses all over the state. You know, now I think it was yesterday with the bars and restaurants and the gyms and all of that he's done again. And we we have to get uh, the economy back moving and following. We can follow CDC guidelines, whatever the case may be, but we got to let those businesses do business. And they, they want to keep their customers healthy too they want to keep their customers safe they're not going to do anything that you know purposefully endangers somebody but but and the other thing that has bothered me about this is most of our minnesota deaths are in nursing homes right 
but we're not addressing the needs in the nursing homes. We're not, you know, we're not sending additional dollars to them to help them get PPE to, you know, in, in the beginning, we were sending COVID patients there. Uh, just, yeah, was, the, we were, I, we were. I mean, there are over 3,000 deaths now in uh, Minnesota and over 2,000 of them are in assisted care facilities. So, you yeah, know. And what we, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, so, you you know, you have, uh, uh, you know, eight, nine hundred, a thousand uh, deaths that are outside of nursing homes. And and that's serious. But it's um, to shut down the entire state as a result of it and not to to protect where, you know, or should have known long ago uh, the most endangered of us are, and that is in nursing facilities, the elderly, or uh, those with comorbidity uh, conditions. And, and uh, we're just, we just don't have a plan for protection for those who need to be while allowing others uh, the freedom that they need to have. Yeah. And, and we just, we give this blanket kind of, let's shut everything down. But we aren't, you know, we aren't talking about testing nursing home workers or those long-term care facility workers, you know, before they go in, you know, and, and if it takes them being tested every day, well, then maybe that's where we should be investing our money, making sure they have the kind of PPE, making sure that those things are done to protect those nursing home residents, because that is where it's, it's obvious to me. I don't know if the governor is ignoring it or what the deal is, but it's obvious to me that we need to do more to protect those folks. They're a vulnerable population. They're elderly, and we need to make sure that we're taking care of them because they're sitting ducks in those nursing homes, and we're not doing what we can to protect them. Well, I uh, couldn't agree more, and hopefully uh, the governor and Chan Malcolm will start to take a closer uh, look at that. And frankly, uh, uh, the president may uh, come in and uh, steal the headlines. Uh, He already has in terms of getting the vaccine out and moving beyond this pandemic. And I'm going to talk a little bit later on in the show about uh, what the uh, president has done as it relates to COVID and uh, whether his scorecard is an F, as the Democrats would have you believe, or an A in that regard. We are going to be right back with uh, 7th Congressional District Congresswoman-elect Michelle Fishbach, who is joining us today on the Victory Hour. Uh, After this uh, short break, Michelle will stay with us, and I'm on the other side of the break going to talk with the Congresswoman about the freshman class coming in, and it's a very interesting one, an exciting one for the Republican Party in particular, and what we might expect from the 117th House uh, or uh, Congress, and also talk about uh, her thoughts regarding potentially taking the House of Representatives in uh, 2022. Stay with us in the meantime while we're on this short break because we miss you already. Go to parkerdk.com. Always near and dear, Parker Daniels Keyboard. You'll find a often referred to award winning website. When you go to ParkerDK.com, take a look while we're on this break. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? 
This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. You always dreamed about owning your first house or car or business, but you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333 or stop by 402 3rd Street, Suite 101 in Farmington today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. And this week we are joined by Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach, having retired Colin Peterson with a 13-plus percentage point victory up in the 7th Congressional District here in the uh, state of Minnesota. Uh, Give us a call at 651-289-4488. We'll get you on the air if we can. They're lined up already. Uh, with questions, but uh, 651-289-4488, number two pencil, yellow pad. You won't lose that number. Uh, We've got a question here from Michelle Fishbach from Dan and Hopkins. 
regarding the election. Dan, you are on the Victory Hour. Thank you. You know, I've been listening to all the wonderful conservative hosts throughout uh, conservative radio. I never hear it explained in detail how the presidential election could go to the House of Representatives, because listening to Sidney Powell, if uh, Georgia certifies a vote, she will uncertify it or have it uncertified when she presents her case to the Supreme Court or whoever she presents it to. I guess I want to see Trump rightfully get the electoral votes that he earned. And, you know, because the left will call it fraud if it goes to the House of Representatives. I guess what it's very confusing um, how that would even go to the House of Representatives, because he did actually win in a landslide. But well, because of Dominion, that was that was all skewed. Yeah, Dan, thank you very much for your yeah. call. Uh, uh, I will. uh I'd like to get Michelle's thoughts on Donald Trump, you know, in general, I think, on Donald Trump's challenges to the uh, to the election. Many people believe that there was corruption and fraud. Uh, However, we have a system and the system uh, calls for each state to establish its rules of election. Uh, It's not there. There is not a federal election set of rules. Each state does that. And for each state to uh, certify the election and identify electors and then send them on December 14th uh, to uh, cast their vote in the Electoral College. And when that happens, uh, it has consistently and always uh, will be that they will cast the vote uh, for that particular state, the number of electors, uh, in favor of uh, the candidate that that state went for. Now, There can be challenges in court, but those challenges need to result before December 14 when those electors cast their vote uh, in a result that moves the electors from voting for one guy versus the other. Uh, And at this point, what we have seen are a number of arguments, some of them very good legal arguments, I will tell you, very good constitutional legal arguments. However, uh, There are two issues that have to occur, Dan, from Hopkins. Uh, Number one, uh, there has to be evidence to support the uh, legal argument. And number two, uh, the evidence has to impact a number of votes that would make a difference. Uh, There is fraud in virtually every election in small numbers, and that's why recounts come out hundreds this way versus that way. But it's usually not in the thousands. By the way, in this election, it has been in the thousands. Uh, So if the Trump team is not able to come up with the arguments that maybe they will over the next three weeks, they've got about three weeks left, uh, to meet those two standards, uh, there there is not going to be a House of Representatives uh, vote. And that would only occur either in the case uh, of a tie or the electors uh, are illegitimate or can't make uh, the decision, then it goes to the House of Representatives. Uh, but Michelle Fishbach, I'd love to hear your thoughts about, you know, in general, how you think the president is handling this difficult uh, both political and PR position that he is in. You know, I, I think that Trump is making sure that every legal vote is counted. He gets his day in court. He gets, you know, this is part of the system. 
this is part of the system, and he gets to do it just like uh, just like uh, Gore got to whatever it was. Uh, I, how many years ago now? Yeah, in two thousand. Uh, sure. Party. Yeah, and and so he got to do that, and this is this is part of the system for Trump to be able to challenge this, and I you. I think that there are irregularities in different places, and maybe they're found to be uh, very bad or not so bad or even not even accurate, you know, whatever the case is. But the fact is, is that we should be able to find those out. It should be transparent and every vote should be counted. Well, I agree entirely with you. And to Dan from Hopkins, uh, for all of those out there who are claiming that Donald Trump is engaging in uh, the worst kind of sedition against democracy, uh, you know, you take a step back and a deep breath. Because, in fact, fairness of elections is the pillar, the cornerstone of democracy. If people don't feel the election is fair, it undermines everything about democracy. And that's why we have a system to go through to challenge. And that's what he's doing, that he has every right to do. It was a very close election. And so he has every right to do it. He may end up winning. He may end up not winning on his legal arguments. And, and if he doesn't win, he'll step aside. And, that, and you know, in four years, who knows what will happen. Uh, but he has every right to do it. And, in fact, it's good that he is to the extent that we have already seen a number of uh, fraudulent... Uh, actions have, that have been taken and votes being shifted to the tune of two, 3,000 uh, in, in Georgia alone. Uh, Michelle, you know, what I wanted to, to ask uh, before we uh, went on uh, break is, have you had a chance to talk with any of the others of your freshman class or get a sense of who this uh, class is and, and what it looks like and also, uh, any ideas on committees that you might be interested in? Well, I, I will tell you, we I got back Friday night from nine days in Washington, D.C. at freshman orientation. And it is a great group, and I am excited to be part of it. Um, you know, a whole bunch of new Republican women and uh, just a stellar group. Every one of these was a wonderful candidate, and, you know, we still do have some outstanding. Um, one of those you mentioned in Iowa, that's, I think it's at 49 votes. That's uh, Marionetta Miller-Meek. She's a medical doctor. Yeah, she was, uh, yeah uh, and she was uh, part of the um, uh, health department. I think she had headed up to the health department in Iowa. Just a wonderful lady. But uh, this is a great group and we are going to do great things. I think there's 45 or 43 right now. I can't remember exactly because as we were there in Washington D.C., some of these races were being called, and sure. uh, you know, and we would we would have a rousing cheer and a lot of congratulations, and then get back to work. But I think this is, and given that Nancy Pelosi is 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 only with those four votes, yeah. she's going to have to keep. She's going to spend a whole lot of time and have her hands full keeping that caucus together because, you know, you're going to have those AOCs, those uh, Ilhan Omars are going to continue to push that radical left agenda. And she's going to need to keep everyone on board. I, You know what? We had to deal with the same thing when we were in a tight majority in the um, in the Minnesota Senate. And it's not easy. So she's going to it's going to be tough for her to do that. And so I'm excited about 
you know, getting to work and with that bigger majority. And, and you're right. You said it earlier. Emmer, Congressman Emmer did a great job. And while we were in D.C., he was reelected as NRCC chair. So he's going to continue that job and do a stellar job. And he's going to take us to the majority in 2022, too. I know we're going to be able to, you know, flip that, flip enough seats because they're going to continue this garbage that they've been pulling for years. And I think, you know, the American people are seeing that and they're going to they're going to flip this majority. Well, I'll say it again, as I did uh, last week. Uh, I did not know, but do now that uh, Tom Emmer is going to head up the NRCC uh, again if he is able to flip uh, the House from blue to red in terms of the majority. Uh, Tom Emmer has got to be viewed as a top leader uh, in the Republican caucus, uh, maybe Speaker of the House, maybe majority leader, but but certainly uh, in the top echelons of the Republican majority if he's able to flip it in uh, 2022. I want to shift gears uh, for a minute with you, uh, Michelle. I know that we talked at some length uh, during the breakfast that we did have uh, about uh, Arab-Israeli peace. And now that you are one of 535 votes in the United States Congress, House and Senate, uh, who is able to weigh in on things like uh, appropriations for the security and safety uh, of the state of Israel, uh, for things like uh, Iron Dome to protect uh, U.S. uh, veterans as well as uh, Israeli uh, IDF soldiers. Uh, Now that you're in this role of being able to pull the lever on these sorts of important decisions, I want to get a sense of your thoughts regarding Donald Trump's handling of uh, Middle East peace, Middle East policy toward Israel by moving the embassy, by tearing up the Iran deal, by kicking the PLO out of uh, uh, Washington, by recognizing the Golan Heights, and then by signing, assisting the signatures uh, on the Abraham Accords between Israel and Arab countries for the first time in nearly 30 years. And and first and foremost, I will say that President Trump and those peace deals, I, it is, it is, that's incredible. It, that it really is. That should have been front page news, and yes. we should have been talking about it for, for weeks on end. We should still be talking about it. But that's, the press would not do that because it was President Trump. But he was incredible, and I am so happy he was able to do that. And I, I, I want to continue that. I don't know if President Biden will, will do that, but we will if, if he is elected. But, you know, I, I want to make sure that, that we are partners with Israel and we help them, for, we help them protect themselves and make sure that they have – we continue to do what we can as the U.S. to protect Israel and help them and be their partner. And I, I, those, I just can't say enough that I am just so disappointed that we are that those those peace agreements were not just. Everybody should be talking about them. No, it's, that's the right. You can't, a real disservice. You cannot overstate how critical it is. Uh, be well beyond the Middle East in terms of world security. Yeah, these are smallish countries, UAE, Bahrain, Sudan. Uh, but 
uh, it is the symbolic nature as well as the economic nature of this relationship, the thawing of a Cold War that often turns into a hot war in the Middle East is a, is a, a critical victory for uh, Donald Trump's administration. And you've pointed it out uh, very well, Michelle. And this is a great friend of the state of Israel, Michelle ba- uh, Fishbach, who now uh, sits in uh, the 7th Congressional District seat in the United States House of Representatives. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us on the Victory Hour today. And uh, I can tell you that when I'm out in D.C., after all of the vaccines get uh, dispersed and uh, get applied and we're a pan- the pandemic is over with, I'll be back out there. I'm going to meet with you first and foremost of our congressional delegation. I very much look forward to it. And I am looking forward to it, and you are always welcome in my office, even even if you come out before the COVID. All right, beautiful, <laughs> Michelle. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you soon. And uh, again, the Victory Hour with uh, a real patriot, Michelle Fishbach, now representing the 7th Congressional District. Listen, uh, stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about the report card for Donald Trump related to COVID, and we're going to talk about a few differences between Biden and Trump that you may not have thought about before. Go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. just keep on using me until you use me. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done. Champion Plumbing wants to empower you to be the champion in your home when it comes to plumbing. Go to their YouTube channel for step-by-step videos explaining how to fix common household plumbing issues. Do you have low water pressure? Have you drained your water heater this year? Champion Plumbing has videos to guide you through it. And if you get stuck, they're only a call away. Subscribe to their YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash champion plumbing. The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. 
Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. You've been listening... The discussion about how things have changed in Washington, D.C., right before your eyes, not just this election, but over the last many elections. Listen, uh, I have said for many years now that uh, Barack Obama was the most divisive president in our lifetimes. Uh, division has, you know, there have been crazy times in U.S. politics. If you go back in history, as I said, there was a duel and the vice president was killed. I mean, you know, you can can find crazy, crazy times. And think about it. We've been through a civil war. uh, And the seriousness of that Hundreds of thousands dead, maimed. You know, so put everything in perspective. But the divisiveness with which Barack Obama brought to this country, uh, well, really to the Oval Office and as the leader of this country. And by the way, I didn't support him, but I was hopeful. After he got elected, I was saying, well, you know what? Maybe he will be able to bring the country together, at least as it relates to race relations. He has a, a different voice to different communities than any previous president. Maybe he'll be able to do that. No, no, he didn't. He did the opposite. And he did it by creating identity politics to a, a, you know, on steroids. He didn't create it, but on steroids, he did. I mean, it's, it became outrageous. Everyone was to be assessed, determined, judged based upon whether they were a man or a woman, whether they had a disability or didn't, whether they were rich or poor, whether they were black or white, whether they were an immigrant or not, whether they were a minority or not. It and and so you know as a 
white Jewish male, I didn't know who the hell I was because I should be a liberal saying oy vey all day. You know, and and that's and that's who I am. That's my identity. Well, I'm not. I'm a conservative. All right. So, oh. So I guess it it we we shouldn't be judging everyone based on their identity characteristics. In fact, it's the opposite of the Martin Luther King message. But Obama did it, and he did it uh, like no one has ever done it, and he split this country like it never had been split. And he did it with intention. And I think that it is the it is not talked about enough, and it is the worst part of a terrible presidency over eight years. Now, the pendulum swung all the way back with Donald Trump. He said, forget about this political, you know, and I, and I think he was right and his policies are right. We're not going to do things the way we've done them for a hundred years or even 200 years in politics, but certainly for a hundred years. And the war on poverty, that's a great example for more than, uh, for about 60 years. A little bit less. You know, LBJ, remember the war on poverty, that whole? Poverty's gotten worse. How long are we going to continue to do the same things in the same sort of way and expect a different outcome? Well, Donald Trump said, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Now, the way he did it, I you know, I think, could have been done differently in order not to sow so much division. However, the enemies aligned against him in this country were such that he had little choice. But he's done things differently. Trade policy, different, using the tariffs. Nobody would do that. Going into the black community as a Republican. Nobody's done that. The minority communities, bringing Hispanics to the polls. 78 of the 100 majority Hispanic counties in this country, he elevated the vote for Republicans this election. 78 of them, not just down in Miami, across the country. Immigration policy different than before. Tax policy different than You can agree or disagree, but he is... Turning thing he did turn things upside down. NATO policy for sure, treaty policy, Israel policy. You see, you see that. And now on COVID, his public-private partnership has yielded vaccines, and he's got the military that's going to deliver it. Warp speed. He's done an outstanding job as it relates to it, and it's the fake news that says he hasn't. And I'll debate anybody on that subject. I'm happy to. You've been listening to the another fun week on the Victory Hour. Next week, Jim Hagedorn, Congressman, First Congressional District. Until then, have a great week. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill: "All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word: freedom, justice, honor, duty." Mercy and hope.
1280 The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. I was strung out on heroin, and I laid out flat on the side road, and I waited for a car to run me over. Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge has saved my life, and I get to start over. I get a second chance. You are not alone. And you can take the first step towards freedom from addiction by calling Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge at 612-FREEDOM. Or you can text MNTC to 900-900 or go online to mntc.org slash not alone. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, the Patriot.